Hello and welcome to episode 16 of your parenting podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Bamford, and it is getting chilly in Florida. And I hear the old people with their quaking and aching knees and joints, the arthritis acting up. I can't remember when it was this cold. It's like, were you here last year, asshole? It's like Florida gets chilly in the winter, just like everywhere else in the Northern Hemisphere. You know, nothing like what they're getting up north. I mean, you know, throw on a jacket, you'll be fine. I actually enjoy the, uh, the cold weather. Um, I usually prefer it mild. You know, I don't want to live on Mercury any more than I want to live on Pluto. But uh, you know, I couldn't handle you know one of those New England winters. Yeah, you know, just like most people couldn't handle a Florida summer. I don't even want to handle a Florida summer. I mean, I'm in the wrong place if I dislike the summers. I just I don't I don't I just don't like being sweaty for no reason. And if I'm just walking outside, like from the door to the car, and I have you know the beating sweat in that twenty feet, I understand part of that is that I'm grossly out of shape. But uh, the other part of it is it is way too fucking hot. And that's why I always try to have a cold drink, some kind of ice cold beverage. You know, some kind of fruit flavored something or other. Passion fruit. Where the fuck did passion fruit come from? I don't really trust it. It seems like it's something that this showed up in the 90s. Like somebody just made it up and it started showing up in tea. Which I think needs all the help it can get because tea is so disgusting. It's either, you know, oversweetened sugar water that just makes my teeth hurt. Or it's just this grainy, you know, river water. I don't know. Maybe I just went too far south to have good tea. Like, you pass the south, and then you end up in Florida, which is more tropical. Now, Florida has its southern, you know, its southern redneck shit. But Florida seems, feels like it's more of a tropical climate. I do the climate change, especially. I feel like you have to go up south to maybe get some good iced tea. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm so exhausted. And in two days I'm having surgery. So I was trying to get as much done this weekend. Um, you know, all the uh, home, I guess not really home improvement, but just projects. You know, now that we're mostly settled, hanging up all the decorations and pictures and shit. And I, yeah, I was hanging up, but yeah, we got some, some cute, you know, Disney pictures. These poster sizes, you know, framed things. Um, one for each of the, uh, the boys' rooms. And I was putting up the one in uh, Logan and Isaiah's room. And I was, yeah, using, you know, the wall anchors and the drill. Which that drill has been a, a godsend. So thanks, Ma, for that Christmas gift. Um, 
But I you know, put the anchors in there and I had to use a hammer just a little bit just to, you know, tap the nails in just to make, you know, mark where my holes were going to be. And I set the hammer down for maybe five seconds. And the guy looked down and it was gone. And I turned around and somehow Logan came into the room. And he's holding this hammer with both hands high up in the air. And he just says, Daddy, I love this hammer. And I mean, just like the look on his face as he was realizing the possibilities of what he can do with his hammer. You know, the possibilities for for evil and good. <laughs> just like just holding it with both hands like it was Excalibur. You know, yanked out of the stone. Or, you know, Thor's hammer, ready to, you know, smite some you know, righteous justice on somebody. Or he can, you know, pound holes in the in the walls and the tile. Which is why I immediately took it away and I felt bad. I didn't get mad, I was just like, like you're talking down a hostage taker. You know, it's like, okay, Logan, give me the hammer. And let me get you your little toy hammer that squeaks when you hit stuff. Yeah, instead of the real one that makes me squeak when you hit stuff. Because, <laughs> you know, half of our floor is tile, half of it is, is carpet. So I could just imagine him just sitting on the floor, just smashing the hammer into the tile. <laughs> I mean, it was it was cute and kind of awesome to see him all of a sudden wield such power. <laughs> but just, I could still see, you know, the look in his eyes... As he's not even looking at me, just holding the hammer high above his head. Daddy, I love this hammer. <laughs> it's my favorite. So maybe we got some kind of future builder. Or maybe he'll just be on some kind of demolition team. And we got uh, you know, other uh, you know, projects going on. Besides the decorations, we got uh, you know coffee table. I was actually able to put that together in like 15 minutes. It didn't break anything. I was trying to learn to be be pretty handy. The furniture I can do. But I'm just, I get really wary of electrical work. Because I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. And it's just, I don't want to end up in the back of an ambulance. You know, while they're trying to, you know, jumpstart my fucking heart. You know, after trying to install a ceiling fan off of you know a video I watched on YouTube, but uh, we got uh, Grace in a little school desk, and uh, my father-in-law was here, and he just yeah visiting you know we just happened to get all of our packages. Um, one of the things we ordered was a. Uh, you know, new crib mattress for Isaiah. He was using this kind of temporary crib while we had our other one in storage. The main crib. The main crib, you know, the, it lowers and then the front of it comes off or he can use it as a toddler bed. And all three of my kids, you know, have, have used this crib. So it has a little bit of sentimental value. And I've done my best to take care of it. Even though, uh, I mean, it's like, and it's got dents in it and scratches and... And on the top rail, there's, you know, teeth marks. Because apparently my kids are half-fucking-beaver. But, uh, yeah, as we were pulling it in, I saw that, you know, one of the wood joints had become separated. So you better believe, you know, I got myself a little, you know, a screw. Used a, a wood bit for the drill. You know, drilled a screw in there, held it together. So I was, like, telling the crib. I was like, I need you for just one more kid. Because once Isaiah's done with it, maybe we'll donate it to somebody. 
you know, unless they're freaked out by the teeth marks. Wondering what kind of beastly children I have. But, uh, and usually, and I, I don't know if what it says about how fat Americans have gotten, but almost every other house that we've had this crib in that's been slightly older, you can't get the crib through the door of any, any, any door in the house without taking part of it off. Except for this house. I mean, the front door was a little narrow. We were able to get it through all the inside doors. You know, without taking it apart. I don't know if that just means we're all getting fatter, so they're making the doors bigger. But uh, anyway, Grayson, uh, Grayson's desk. You know, because this is a little, this is a super cute. You know, a little wooden desk. You know, a little chair. It's got a little shelf and like this little, um, those little cork boards. So you can tack stuff up there. You know, it has a little drawer. It's just, I don't know, it's super cute. I wish I had a desk like that. But my father-in-law said, oh, you know, he was, he was there visiting. He said, you know what, I'll put it together. You know, he likes you doing that stuff for his, you know, his grandkids. So I said, you know, sure, no problem. You know, came with a big box of all the, you know. And he just, he was just sitting in their bedroom, you know, on the floor, putting it together. The kids would just jump all around him. He's fine. And, and then, uh, you know, I kind of, I walked by, or I'm down the hall. I don't know if I was doing laundry or what I was doing, putting together the crib. And I just hear Logan say, oh, we're making it snow. And I'm just like, and they're all laughing and, and, uh. And it's okay, you know, hey, listen, they're not fighting, they're playing together, that's fine. And then it takes me a second. And I said, snow, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And then it hits me. The styrofoam. It was in the box with the desk. Now, this isn't the packing peanuts. No, I wasn't that lucky. This was like the big blocks and frames of styrofoam that's in there. They were literally taking those and crumbling them into these little you know, beads about the size of a, you know, smaller than a pencil eraser. Now, I want you to understand how much of this was already on the floor. You know, Grayson could literally lay down on the floor and make a styrofoam angel like he was outside. So I had, you know, a little freak out. It wasn't my best freak out. I've had better freak outs, but it was still a little freak out because my father-in-law was there. I don't want him to think that, you know, his daughter married a crazy person. But him and Cynthia both, oh, don't worry about it. You know, we'll clean it up. We'll just get the vacuum, you know, whatever. I said, okay. I've got a lot of other stuff I'm doing. So, okay. I'm going to just back out of the room. I'm going to pretend that I didn't lose my shit. And I'm just going to wash my hands of it. And then, you know, I'm doing something else. I think I was in the garage, maybe I'm packing some other kind of box. And, you know, I hear the vacuum going. And the vacuum lasts about maybe a minute. And then it stops. And you know, I hear a lot of silence. And uh, I say, you know what, let me just go in there and see, you know. And thankfully, most... Of the styrofoam have been cleaned up. But I was like, all right, there's just a little bit left. I was like, you know what, I'll just finish it. That way, you know, Cynthia can hang out with her dad for a few. Go to turn the vacuum on, nothing. It's like, you know, maybe it's just, you know, clogged. Let me just empty the little bin thing on the front. Try again, nothing. I mean, it was so clogged with these styrofoam things that the vacuum broke. So, of course, I, you know, throw a look. Cynthia's way. 
letting her know my feelings about that without using so many F-words. Um, now, granted, it was an old vacuum. It was definitely filthy from being in storage, and we definitely needed to replace it. But usually when you do these things, you, you get the replacement first. You know, just so the vacuum can see you bring home its replacement before you throw it in the garbage. But either way, so now we have no vacuum. We haven't had a chance to go out and get a new one. Which, you know, in this house with my children, especially Isaiah, is he one of his favorite food, besides, you know, the candy and cookies and junk that all kids love, but his favorite legitimate food is rice. I mean, this kid, yeah, that's his, his Latin blood. And he'll just grab handfuls of it and eat it like popcorn. And just as you can imagine, most of that shit ends up on the floor. So, and then if he's on the carpet, imagine trying to like sweep up the carpet with no vacuum. I'm down there with a magnifying glass, you know, like honey, I shrunk the kids down there picking up all the little rice grains. So that'll be our little treat. We'll splurge and get a, uh, I don't know what the fucking brands are for the vacuums. It's some kind of super nice one. I do want it to last in this house that we are never, ever moving out of. That's one other thing that we did this weekend. Um, well, first we went to, what the fuck did we do Saturday? Then we ran a few errands, um, got hooked up with a sweet security system. Now we're fancy with those little doorbells with a camera in it. And we also went to, uh, oh, we went to Disney Springs Saturday. That's what it was. We had some... Uh, my mother-in-law had you know, relatives coming in town, and they had a uh, they have a kid with them that's I want to say maybe seven or eight. I I don't know. Outside of my own kids, I can't tell how old kids are. Some people can just tell. It's like this kid can be I don't know. He could be seven or he can be fourteen. It's like I have, I have no fucking clue. But he uh, seems like a nice kid. You know, not a word of English. You know, they're here from from Chile. And uh, but instantly they have that weird. Like, kids can transcend all of the the racial boundaries, cultural boundaries, even the language boundaries. I mean, because Grayson and this kid are just, all of a sudden, they're best friends. I mean, it's like, you know, they're holding hands and they're you know, laughing and giggling and chasing each other around and they're just having a great time. And then, uh... <laughs> and then earlier in the day, they were out playing in the backyard. And then Grayson was running inside. I found this, this is a second-hand story. But uh, Grayson was running inside, and he's like, oh, I taught him his first English word. And everybody said, oh, what word did you teach him? And Grayson just says, no. <laughs> Which he, we all thought, he didn't understand why everybody was laughing, and I thought it was so cute. You know, he does forget that no is the same in, in Spanish. But I don't know, it's one of those things when you have kids, it's super cute. But uh, we went to uh, Disney Springs, um, where I had a pretty uh, a pretty heavy anxiety attack. It's not something that happens to me very often. Um, and I was, I mean, I probably could have handled it better. And it just it started with as soon as we got in that area with the traffic. Now I just. You know, I don't handle inconvenience very well. And usually traffic is the first thing to inconvenience you. But I don't really 
flip out more than, than most people. Like usually I'll just do, you know, screaming in traffic like any normal you know, red-blooded American. You know, move the fuck out of the way. Move that miserable piece of shit. You know, just yelling whoever. But this was like, you know, I couldn't really find the words. This was like a true panic. It's like there's so many cars. I feel like they're all crushing around me. There's buses everywhere. Now, granted, I've been to Disney many times, theme parks many times. You know, I can drive on the big highways. I-4 doesn't bother me. You know, for some reason, this one was just, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just triggered something, as much as I hate that fucking word. And then, you know, we go in the first parking garage. That parking garage is full. And it's just... And then, of course, you know, that's when, you know, Logan throws a tantrum. I think it was Logan. Yeah, it was Logan. He starts crying. And then when one of the kids starts really getting upset, then that'll trigger Isaiah. And he'll just get upset because everybody's upset. So I don't even remember what it was. I'm sure it was something traumatic, like, you know, I gave him the wrong color cup or something. But he was just, just not happy. And then that wasn't helping my, my rising anxiety. And then it's like, you know, we try one whole parking garage, nothing. You know, us in a line of other cars, back out onto the, onto the road. You know, get to the second garage, Somehow, you know, by some miracle, to the point where it's like, I may have to go to church over this one. You know, on the very first level, you know, second row. We just happened to see a couple of ladies walk into their car. They were maybe five spaces down. And we just waited right there, got a great parking spot. And then it's like, and granted, I understand what I'm in for on a Saturday night, you know, on Disney property. You know, I'm, I'm you know, usually okay with crowds. But just okay with crowds. Same reason I've never been to Halloween Horror Nights. I know as a, as a Floridian, especially a Central Floridian, who have never have gone, people are like, oh, you gotta go, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't, really, I don't give a shit. I don't like Halloween that much. Or any of the holidays. So way. But uh, we're there. You know, in Disney Springs, and at first we're just... You know, Logan is still just out of his mind. You know, like whatever the problem was. And we brought this wagon, um, you know, the radio flyer wagon. Has a couple of seats. We have Isaiah strapped in. We have Logan strapped in. Grayson's kind of walking next to us. And, and it's like, I've already been exhausted from the day. So, you know, let me go to Starbucks. Get myself a small $9 coffee. And then, uh, yeah, that'll perk me up a little bit. Now, usually I can't have coffee. I mean, it's already dark, so it's like 6.30, almost 7 o'clock. I have a coffee anyway, knowing it's going to fuck up my sleep, which it did. But it was just, I was afraid I was going to be too tired to drive home. And then there's just, everywhere we go, the people were just like, like crushing in on me. And even though, like, they weren't, even at Starbucks, I mean, Starbucks was busy, but I mean, it was, you know, there was enough space to, to move around. Let me meet up, you know, with some other family members there, the visiting people, then like, oh, let's go to the... You know, the Lego store. And I was like, you know what? Like, all the kids wanted to walk and play. I said, fine, I'll just, I'll just tow the wagon behind me like some fucking weirdo. It's empty now. And, uh, you know, we get into the Lego store. And the Lego store is, is a circus. Like, it is the embodiment of this crushing claustrophobia that I had felt from the outside but wasn't really there. 
and I just, you know, because they are they were kind of ahead of me. Um, I made it about ten steps into the store, the Lego store, and I just I caught my wife's eye, and I just mouthed the words like I need to get the fuck out of here, or I'm I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> you see me riding that wagon down the fucking sidewalk. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I have a, you know, a, a semi-friend, you know, co-worker that works at the, the Four Rivers food truck that's over between the, the World of Disney store and the fucking Ghirardelli. Which, that's like a dangerous row right there. You know, expensive-ass stores. But I was like, you know, let me go over there. You know, and of course, you know, my uh, friend wasn't working. So there were, you know, no free food, unfortunately. So I was like, you know what, let me get a small basket of uh, $12 nachos. But uh, thankfully they let me take off the uh, the beans. I'm not a big bean fan. And I didn't want uh, jalapenos. I, didn't, I wasn't in the mood for anything spicy. So I was like, you know what, let me just get these nachos. I got the uh, pork sofrito. Or sofrito, however you want to say it. And it was amazing. Maybe not $12 amazing, but holy shit, it was good. It was good to the point I was still there for a while eating most of it by myself. No shame. Empty wagon next to me. You know, sour cream on my chin. I didn't give a shit. And then uh, it was probably a third of it left. You know, I tracked down the rest of the family when they come out of the stores. And me and Logan were almost fighting for the last bit. He saw what I had because he saw one of the chips. Uh, and he just said, oh, you know, Daddy can I have a chip. And I gave him one and I had some sour cream and... As a pico de gallo or something on a little piece of the pork. And he's just, you know, oh, daddy, that was really yummy. That was really yummy. So, I mean, I'm just giving him forkfuls of it and we just, we cleaned out that basket. And he talked about it for, for 20 minutes afterwards. Daddy, that food was so yummy in my tummy. It was super cute. So, like, well, now that we go back there next time, I got to get that same thing. See if my other kids like it. And that pork even had just a tiny zing to it. Usually, you know, my kids don't like anything that has any kind of, of heat. And I mean like, like a level one heat, you know, not even like the super spicy stuff. Usually they just don't like it, but Logan, he was all about it. So it was nice to, uh, to share that with him. But uh, yeah, that was uh, Saturday night. You know, I get home, you know, hella late. Because usually, you know, by 9.30, if I'm not, you know, home and in my jam jams, then something's gone wrong in my day. I can't do that shit no more. No, I can't. If I see a late movie, I need to take the day off afterward. But then uh, Sunday, we got the um, the automatic garage door opener. Now, thankfully, this house came pre-wired for it. Um, the way this these houses seem to work is the people that bought a little bit before us. It came with it automatically installed. And then after a while, enough people buy those houses, they raise the prices of the houses, take away some of the amenities, like the garage door opener. When we bought our house, it came with a washer and dryer. And he's like a really fucking nice set. That's how you know I'm an old man now that I get excited about that. And uh, well, you know, it came with washer and dryer, came with nice blinds on every window. Like those wooden slat kind of blinds, not that cheap, you know, vinyl shit. But then a week after we signed the paperwork, the new house is being built, didn't come with a washer and dryer or the blinds. 
I don't know. After that, they're not going to come with a fucking roof. I have no idea. Plus, we didn't get the garage door opener, but at least they had the wires there, so we didn't have to call an electrician. So me and my, my father-in-law you know, made a project out of it on Sunday, yesterday. Um, and it was nice. Um, I never got to do anything like that with my dad, you know, who's dead now. Um... We didn't really have that kind of relationship. Our, our relationship wasn't... It was more of a verbal. Like, we would have long conversations about stuff. I can always call Dad and talk to him about anything. But we were never really a build stuff kind of duo. It was nice that, you know, my father-in-law, we can, you know, run into a problem. You know, look at the directions. We talk stuff out. We throw around ideas. You know, especially since the fucking garage door opener... You know, didn't come with a crucial piece of hardware, which I guess, if, you know, maybe if we had read the directions ahead of time, a few steps ahead, it would have said, you know, this part not included if you have this type of roof in your garage or ceiling. You know, so that was a trip to Home Depot. But it was still, uh, it was still nice um, to put that together. Um, of course, it doesn't work right because there's some kind of issue with the programming. Because, you know, me and my father-in-law, you know, double, triple checked all the hardware, triple checked that everything is, um, you know, installed correctly. But it's like when you try to, you know, you program it with the wall panel and then you have the keypad outside and then you have the little clickers that go in the cars. It's just like something's not reading with all of it and we're getting this little error light and according to the troubleshooting guide. You know, the error light means it's some kind of programming issue. So I got to have somebody from the Genie company. Um, come out and look at it because fuck if I know what it is at this point I'm just proud that we did it without drilling extra holes without damaging something <laughs> you know I did feel super manly to like drill holes and shit and hammer stuff with the screwdrivers and I wanted to put my foot up on a barrel like Captain Morgan and just say tools real fucking loud but it was uh, it was nice nice little project you know we scratched our heads Trying to figure out why the, because the door would open fine and then it would close all the way down to the last couple inches and then it would stop and then go back up again on its own. You know, we're like, oh, maybe something's blocking the little sensor. But then, you know, the sensor would have a little blinking light if something was blocking it. Anyway, I'm sure this is the most boring part of the podcast that you've ever heard. But the point is, it was a nice, you know, nice little project. Well, I guess a big project. It took us like six fucking hours. Because it was just. Not too complicated. I mean, I definitely would have had a lot of trouble by myself. But it's just time-consuming with a lot, a lot of steps. So I don't recommend it. If you can afford to have somebody else do it, fucking do that. <laughs> um, but at least, you know, it'll add some value to the house. You know, not that we're ever going to sell it because we're going to live here for fucking ever. That's a... Uh, you know, yeah, and I just, and I wanted to say something to my father-in-law about how, yeah, how nice it was, you know. But it's just me and him don't really have that verbal relationship. So it's like, most of our talk is just small talk. Which is fine. I mean, you know, there's never been any awkwardness for the most part. But it's just, that's just the kind of relationship that we have. Me and him can do projects together. But we're not going to have, you know, long philosophical, you know, conversations. And that's fine. 
But uh, it was a pretty good weekend. In that garage thing, and I'm sure, I can't imagine how loud, I don't, I don't think the garage door is too loud. I mean, thankfully the, um, the motor uses a, a rubber belt instead of a chain, so that definitely lowers some of the noise. But fuck, it was getting cold. The wind was just blowing right into the garage. We had to open and close it over and over and over. We were freezing our asses off in there. And then, and then the neighbors on either side of my house, I mean, they don't really exist yet. I mean, there's the house on one side's been sold, but nobody's moved in yet. And the other house next to us is still available. Um, and then there's some people across the street that live there. But, yeah, most of my street is pretty empty. Which is weird, especially because there's no street lights. Look, it's dark as fuck out here. Yeah, it's been, uh, and yes, I do, or I am aware that I'm a day late. I was just so exhausted last night from all the, the shit from the weekend. I keep promising you guys I'm not going to be late. But I'm late all the fucking time. No. At least it wasn't like a week, like the one time. And I should, uh... I should be on time next weekend, I mean, especially because you know, I'm having the surgery Wednesday. I'm supposed to be laid up for a couple of weeks. So I should have plenty of time to come up with some material for you. It's like they're you know, fixing my lower spine. They said I'm too young for a fusion. Like I said, I'll have to, and they said the surgery is only going to provide relief for, you know, five to ten years, and then I eventually will need a fusion. Add some fucking hardware. But, uh, you know, talking over with coworkers, thankfully my job has been, been very supportive, very, you know, accommodating. I was talking with that one coworker who's a med student, a pre-med student or something, whether he's going to go into plastic surgery you know reconstructive stuff and plastic surgery and he was like yeah well i just started so it's gonna be about 12 years and i was like oh, 12 years you know plastics i was like that'll be about the age i'll be ready for a ball lift you know maybe tighten it up a little bit smooth it out i don't think i do anything like that i always feel weird about it you know, I get weird enough about this upcoming surgery that I actually need. <laughs> but uh, that's the podcast for this week. I appreciate everybody uh, that's listening. Um, you know, support the uh, the sponsors. They help support the podcast. It keeps it free. Keeps the lights on. Kicks a few dollars my way for the advertising. Uh, if you have any you know parenting tips, life hacks, funny kids stories, funny childhood stories. Email them to yourparentingpodcast at gmail.com and I'll talk to you guys next week.